Hey, welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. This morning we learned a lot of you have very unique family heirlooms. It started with a Cadbury egg. Yeah, that nobody wanted to eat. No one thought that was weird. Yeah. It got so much weirder. Mm Mm-hmm. Take off your socks and look at your bare feet right now (laughs) on the Morning Mix podcast. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Many people use the phrase all the time, especially people like, you'll have a boss who will say this. Hey, y'all, we work hard, but guess what? We play harder. This weekend, Applebee's drinks on me. And you're like, okay, thanks, John. Yes. For the first round. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as you're there between 5 o'clock and 5.04. <laughs> what? <laughs> but if you really work hard and play hard, they say you'll be more successful if you can find that balance. It's about the balance. So really, you need to not work hard and play hard, but just like work and play enough that's what you need to do and there you'll find more success they say but if you work hard and play harder it's time to prove it what do you do to play hard text it to us 312-233-1019 708 is playing hard by gardening yeah let's Mm. go similarly a 708 boats and hoes so it just depends (laughs) where you're using the hoe 630 i have an enjoyable four manhattan night wow that's intense Four Manhattans? Can you imagine the next morning? I can't do no. that. That's heavy duty. You've got to start early, though, so you yeah. get enough sleep. That's just booze on booze. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for you, 630. Taylor texted, I go bass fishing for 14 hours straight. Boy, that is playing hard. Mm-hmm. Watch out. Yeah. I compete in couples women's tennis leagues. 612. Nice. Not bad. A good way. Yeah. 708, I play hard when I go to music festivals. Well, there's a big one this weekend in Douglas Park That's if you want right. to go to Riot Fest. That's right. 708, I drag race my car. No word on legally or not. Better than your underwear. I guess so. Oh, true. (laughs) So true. (laughs) I go to the dojo and I do a little MMA. I'm old and I get beat up. 630. (laughs) I like that. Play it hard. (laughs) How do you play hard? Just hit me. Just hit me in the face. Please. Just do it. Uh, Let's see. 815, a campfire, some catfishing, and a cooler of beer. Now, I'm assuming they mean catfishing like actually fishing for... (laughs) Not going online and being like, hi, I'm a 19-year-old. Like, wait, what? Yeah, maybe it's like the hillbilly hillbilly hand fishing. They go in and they just stick their they just fish reach in down? the catfish's yeah. mouth and pull it out. How do you play hard? 312, I play Call of Duty. Like that, get online, just play some games. 815, I rock out to Metallica while I light things on fire. Oh, Let's no. play hard. Yeah. Watch out. I yeah. like it. Thanks, Beavis. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that is totally right. <laughs> Watch out. All right. I was like, I know this guy. <laughs> We've got a garbage person here. After throwing trash for 58 hours a week, Friday through Sunday, I travel around the Midwest to ride roller coasters while drinking. 
Now that is a way to blow some steam off. That's how you play hard. 630 hookers and blow, by which I mean I watch three movies back to back and I take a nap. Yeah. That's a lot. Same kind of thing. Cheaper and probably less risky. Yeah, probably. 630, with this count as playing hard, we pick a theme park and then we spend the weekend there, like Six Flags or Cedar Point. Yeah, 100% that, that counts. Good Sounds for you. Great. 224, I play hard, 18 holes of golf, 18 beers. Wow. Okay. Wow, that's worse oh. than the four Manhattan guy. Yeah, right. wow. I go camping and I take my golf cart off roading in the trails. That's kind of fun. I work hard, I work 70 hour weeks, and then I run ultra marathons in really cool places. It's kind of a cool way yeah. to blow mm-hmm. some, some steam off. And finally, how do you play hard? I'm in a cup-in-hand kickball league. What does that mean? It means you hold a beer the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice cup-in-hand kickball. I think we need to start a team. We should get in the mix cup-in-hand kickball yeah. team. It'd be kind of fun. Today's variety of kickball. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. You've got a very funny family heirloom. They've been passed through the generations. We've got a family in Scotland with a 50-year-old Cadbury egg has been passed from great-grandma to grandma all the way down. Violetta's got a can of tomatoes. Yes. About four years old, but she's hoping. She's starting it. Yeah, she's, yeah. you got to start somewhere, right? Do you have a funny family heirloom? Hi, Dawn. Good morning. Good morning. Dawn, I just Love got myself one of these, and you've got a funny family heirloom. What is it? It is this horribly ugly faux suede jacket. And it was my grandmother's, and she was very sweet, and she tried to give it to me. And she said, oh, you know, I want you to have this. And I said, oh, Grandma, I have one almost like that, but I bet my sister Sue would really like it. <laughs> so then she gave it to my sister, and she's like, well, thanks. I couldn't say no. And then that, I don't know, that was early in the year. And then that Christmas, she wrapped it and gave it to me for Christmas. Oh, no. So has it become and, a game of passing back and forth the faux so yeah, suede jacket? It's been going on for probably 20, 25 years now. Wow. Okay, I like Every this. Year. You can't remember who had it last, and like you <laughs> yeah. always are waiting, like who's going to open the jacket. So yeah, it's really funny. All right, so Dawn and her sister have a faux fade, uh, faux suede, sorry, jacket that they're passing back and forth. I like that. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. John, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, my man. What do you have? So my great-great-aunt made a back scratcher way back when, and she took a silver fork some red swine, a little bit of wax, and a dowel rod just to get the job done. <laughs> That's wow. That is in the description. Uh, we all yeah, see it. I it's wish perfect. I had. I think, I, I think you could sell this thing on Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. And now, how long have you had the homemade back scratcher, John? Um, I've had it about 12 years now. Wow. And do you ever use it? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. It's an heirloom. I've gone, I've gone with the cheap aluminum bare hand. It yeah. Works. Okay, yeah. I like that. All right, the homemade back scratcher, but you can't use it. No, <laughs> guys, it's for, this for, guys, it's for fancy guests. you got to preserve it. you yeah. got to preserve it, right? Hi, Jane. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Jane, what do you have I'm... in the fridge? It's a family heirloom? Yeah, well, my dad has a can of Billy Beer. <laughs> Billy Beer. Billy Carter. Yes. Brother of President Jimmy Carter. Yep. Really? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do the math. It's either 50 or 60 years old. And uh, growing up, and I mean, I'm 57 now, but you are not to touch it. (laughs) You are not to do anything with it. It stays in that fridge. Wait, Mm -hmm. it's in the fridge? Yeah. (laughs) So it's. Been in the fridge for for like fifty years. It's been. That's crazy. Short laugh. 
I thought it was like a displayed no. somewhere. Yeah, or drained. It's just an empty can. Yeah, no one drank that. <laughs> no, don't touch that. Right. Has the can changed at all in time? Like, has the can, like, kind of shrunk? Like, you know how, like, a can can dent over time when it doesn't have the carbonation anymore? Or does it look pristine? It looks pristine. There has been no shrinkage. So, I'm not hey. saying you're going to drink it, but... Let's just say you decided one day, like, F it. Billy would have wanted it this way. And you open it. Does beer stay? There's no way it would be good anymore, right? Like, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. What's the expiration Do we know date? if Billy beer was good in the first place? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. So President Carter had a peanut farm, and then his brother had a beer yeah, company? Yeah, I believe farm. his brother yes, was just certain. Yeah, yes. there it is, right. He was that's just kind of like a crazy, like, oh, that's my crazy brother kind of character, taking huh. advantage of Love being it. in the spotlight at the time, right? Well, Jane's got her dad's beer in the fridge. John had a, a family heirloom that was a back scratcher. But hi, Christina. Good morning. Good morning. Christina, when we said funny family heirloom, I was like, I don't know what we'll get. Maybe we'll get a back scratcher, maybe an old beer. <laughs> but Christina. <laughs> By God, what family heirloom do you have? So I have my grandmother's toenail. Let's go! Toenail. Come on. Yes! Oh, Why do you so have your grandmother's yeah. toenail, Christina? So in our family, for the women, for some reason, like, we lose our big toenails. I don't know if it's because, like, we're all, like, either soccer players or softball <laughs> players. But it was a joke, like, just... Randomly, our big toenails will fall off. So, like, my grandmother one year just decided to give it as a gift at mm. Christmas as a joke because mm. her toenail recently fell off. Sure. And so we've kept it. And now, like, our tradition now is whenever we mm. lose a big toenail, we send it to someone in the family. There's so many layers to it. It's not a clipping. It's an actual full toenail. So, Full toenail. Full. And is it on display in the house? Is it? Did you guys have it shellacked and mounted? So it's in a little box. It's like um, grandma's uh, toe box. box from Marsh. It's, <laughs> it's a box from Marshall Field, and it's uh, currently on my mantle. And we just kind of pass it around. Mm, he's put it, he's put it yeah. in the fridge. Yeah, put in the fridge. <laughs> Preserve it. Preserve so, it. do you still have a toenail? Um, like currently, like right now, yes, I have both big toenails. <laughs> um, my right big toenail currently just like. It just grew back, but I did lose it about a year ago. So it's a fresh one. That's nice. You got a new one. Yeah, a new the one. new model. The new iOS, yep. if you will. You the updated, the updated toenail for Christina. <laughs> Boy, she was putting I, it off uh, for a while, but then yeah, she updated. May I ask, I don't want to get too sad or anything, but is grandma still with us? Unfortunately, no. So was still the toenail, have toenail on display at grandma's funeral and or wake? It actually was. Yeah, of course. <laughs> In loving memory. You gotta love that. You're listening to the Morning Mix Podcast. What was the song that you had to look up because you couldn't figure out the lyrics? Let's start with Eileen. Good morning, Eileen. How are you today? Hi, good. How are you guys? We're doing all right. What song did you have to look up? Benny and the Jets by Elton John. <laughs> yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. Like, what's he even saying? No idea. I can't figure it out. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. Something about a mohair suit. That's yeah, about yeah all something's I know. coming our Electric way. But everybody's yeah. like mums along with yeah. it. Yeah, that, he said Candy and Ronnie right there. Okay, <laughs> really? That's what they say. No idea. But they're so spaced out, my man. But but Benny and, and the, the Jets. Jets. This is where you jump in because you yeah. know that. All right, Benny and the Jets on the list there, uh, coming in from Eileen. Hi, Denise. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. 
sir. How are you? I'm very well, ma'am, and I thank you for that. What song did you have to Google? You didn't know the lyrics. You had to look it up. Jumping Jack Flash by the Rolling Stones. Whoa. Jumping Jack Flash by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, that's that's a tough one to try to keep up with. What the heck are they saying? Yeah. I was born in a crossfire My... hurricane. I know that part. <laughs> Okay, show off. My That's the only part. And I were, my co-worker and I were talking about the movie Jumping Jack Flash. Oh, yeah. Is that with yeah, Whoopi? Yeah, yeah. Whoopi Where she's sitting on the floor and she's going, Mick, Mick, speak English. We couldn't figure out what, so we Googled it. Still couldn't figure it out. <laughs> All right. We can't figure out this one here. Denise is struggling with Jumping Jack Flash. Let's go here to Sue. Hi, Sue. Good morning. Hi, good morning. You didn't know the lyrics. You had to look it up, Sue. What was the song? It's part of that Doolipa and Elton John song. Cold Heart. It does sort of sound like he took his dentures out when he started singing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> With a fear What's he saying? Did you ever figure out what he's saying, Sue? Um, Something about being a better man than I am or something. Yeah. I, I still... That's par- Pearl Jam. <laughs> All right, so we don't know the lyrics to Cold Heart by Elton John. I'm not sure he does. I wouldn't be surprised if every time he sings it, he says something else. Just picturing him and go, like going to bed, no hairpiece, no dentures. Completely different guy. No glasses. <laughs> the glasses are off. Yeah, like, Glitter all over the floor. Yeah. He, could, he could probably take a walk down yeah. the busy streets of London. Yeah, like, no one would even know him. Uh, Was that Elton John? Right? No. No, it couldn't be. Does no. he have a hairpiece? Well, I don't know. I, I don't think know. so, probably. I think he was a lot balder 50 years yeah. ago than he is now, so yeah. that's a sign. Very interesting. And finally, Pam. Good morning, Pam. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing very well, and we were all amazed that this isn't the number one song. Pam, what is the song you Googled the lyrics to? Billy Joel, We Did Not Start the Fire. We did not start the fire. <laughs> we did not start the fire. South Korea, Maryland, Monroe. Hey, you just get the last yeah, word. You get to be the high man in a rap concert. It. You just yeah. shout the part that's <laughs> rhyming at the end. <laughs> How that is not the number one most lyrically searched song of all time, I don't know. But instead, it's Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. You guys want to know in pop music, which is sort of the game we play over here at The Mix. You got Billie Jean, number one. I Want It That Way, Backstreet Boys, two. Toxic, three. Bad Romance, Lady Gaga, four. And Uptown Funk at five. Boy, that's a lot of music to search through. It sure is. Hopefully, everybody this weekend, when you find yourself at that karaoke bar at 2 a.m., you're ready to go. It's the end of the world as we know it. Yeah. Oh, I am. Yep. That would be enough because it's a yes. lot like this where yeah. you yes. listen to it and you're it's like, I, I, I'm not even going to try. Random stuff. Yes. Just random yeah. things. That's hard because it doesn't go together doesn't make per any sense. se, right? Do you remember Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve 99 into 2000 when we all thought the world was going to end? Y2K. No doubt tried to perform that song live. No. And Gwen Stefani tried to do it and they didn't succeed. No, wow. it's, it's Partway through it, she was like, I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. It got rough. I kind of want to hear that now. Really? From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Yeah, like yesterday, no joke, before we went over to Prospect High School, I was at my parents' house. My niece, Juliana, was there studying for a math test. Mm-hmm. She was straight up studying. She was getting mm-hmm. ready to go for her math test. Math is, I think, the probably the toughest to cheat on, right? Right. Cause, yeah. yeah. Well, because you get the answer from your friend, but then right. you got to show, show the you work. You got to show your work. Right. right. So then you're just doodling a couple X's and Y's in different places. And then your teacher walks by. You're a cheater. You're cheating and I caught you. Ha ha. Get me now, copper. What? <laughs> right. And then you're like, this teacher maybe <laughs> yeah. needs a vacation. <laughs> Why are we, what, what are we cheating in the 40s? Yeah. Why my yeah. bootlegging yeah. vodka as well? Like, what's happening? I seen you, <laughs> Slim. <laughs> You was cheating behind the building with Marco. Yeah. What? Hey, Kristen. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Kristen. Hi, guys. 
Hi, happy Friday. You're a teacher? No, I'm not a teacher. Okay. I'm a stay-at-home mom, but I was um, teaching. I was doing an internship. I was teaching a summer school one year. Okay. And um, it was a creative writing project for sixth graders. I'm reading this story, and I am blown away. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've, this is brilliant. I've got a prodigy. So I am 1,000% bragging about this kid to my colleagues. As if I had any hand in this, but I'm like, you guys, look at this. This is amazing. And they were like, yeah, girl, that's Harry Potter. He just, like, legit so Harry Potter, like, their names and everything. So I haven't read Harry Potter at this point. So oh. that is, unfortunately, how I taught someone's plagiarism. How old was the kid? You said, like, fifth, sixth grade? Yeah, fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. You guys, he came up with names. Like, who comes up with Dumbledore? That's crazy. Look at this kid. I, I know. I was blown away. That is unbelievable. Like, how do you say it? Hermione? Yeah. Her, Herman, Hermione? I don't even know. They're at Hogwarts? Guys, look at this kid. It's talent. I mean, that's a take. it takes a pair to do that, though. That's I what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, the kid didn't that's understand the assignment. Yeah. And he also bold. almost got away with yeah, it. Right. Yeah, that is bold. Hey, Melissa, good morning. Good morning. Your husband is a teacher. Is that right? Yeah, we both are. Oh, so. fantastic. Okay, great. And there yeah. was some cheating caught. Yeah, so he noticed a student had uh, their study guide like under their computer, and he's like walking around, and he noticed it was, um, you know, the wrong study guide for the test he was taking. So the kid took the test, failed it, and he goes, hey, you know, what happened here? And the kid's like, oh, I, I thought I really studied, and goes to him, he's like, well, maybe you should use the correct study guide next time you cheat. Yeah. Ha-ha! Ouchies! Sucker! And your husband saw it happen, but let it happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I I love that. I mean, it's just like a moment you you dream of almost. (laughs) Exactly. This is going to be a teachable moment. That's great. It really is. Oh, my God, the dream. Okay, I love that. So her husband catches the kid with the wrong study guide and lets him fail. I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Hi, Diane. Good morning. Good morning. Diane, you are you teach second grade? I do. I teach second grade. Um, so they're seven and eight years old. And we take a weekly spelling test on Friday. And I had one little boy a few years ago that would write the spelling words on the bottom of his shoe. So then when we would take the test, he would, you know, cross his legs so he could see his shoe. <laughs> But what he didn't realize is he would go out to recess prior to the test, so then it would get all streaked. So he would still write the words and spell them all wrong because all the words were washed off. They just like blend together. Oh, that is actually adding letters himself. Yeah, he learned on his own. (laughs) It's actually really kind of sweet. You know, that's hilarious. I know. I I couldn't come down too hard on him. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Testing one two one two. Sound check. Sound check. This is Nikki's sound check on the morning mix. So we're gonna start with uh, the artist who runs the world, and I'm gonna admit right now, like I might need help with this because I. Uh, I, I'm not like the Swifties of the Swifties. Like they know everything, and there's so many details. You know what I mean? That I try to keep up on, but like it's yeah. it's so big. I've yeah. seen that Swifties are so hardcore. There are people that are like, "Oh, I'm a Swiftie," and then deep cut Swifties are like, "Prove it." It's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa right. can yeah. I just be a Swiftie?" Right. right. You don't want to even say that unless right. you're unless... really sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is what I do know, and if you want to fill in any blanks, feel free. So the you know the Eras Tour movie, we know all about that. It went yeah. on sale. It's sold out. Now here's what I'm still kind of a little blurry on: is it still only that really limited runtime? 
Like it's not it's only available through like early November, I believe. They were talking about extending it beyond. Right, but, but I, I have that's not what seen, I'm not sure. Uh, heads or tails that they are. So anyway, if anyone texts us that's a huge Swifty and you yeah. know this hundred percent, I I just don't want to report inaccurately because I'm too busy telling you about all the money she's making with whatever the release is yeah. at this point. So Barbie opened up a hundred and fifty five million dollars that weekend. So that first weekend, obviously we've been talking about Barbie nonstop, biggest mm-hmm. movie of the year, blah blah blah. Tons of promotion. I mean, we were promoting Barbie two years ago. You know, yeah, but it's sure. unbelievable. <laughs> yep. a glimmer in Barbie's eye. So uh, now the Era Tour movie, we kind of just found out about that, right? Era's Tour, she says, okay, you couldn't right. make it to the show. You want to go to the theater. You can see this movie. Um, so far, it is on track to have a $100 million opening. Wow. So this movie that was just announced, potentially limited release. Do you have, a, have you gotten any follow-up I, on that? What I have here is that Cinemark announced that you can actually reserve one theater for your own group. Okay. Up to 40 people, Whoa. 795 bucks plus taxes and fees, roughly $19.89 per person. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that was, the, that was the, the ticket price that came out. But yeah, so this is, they're just talking opening weekend of $100 million. So that's October 13th, just right. that weekend. I, so, but I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. And I think it's only wow. going to the beginning of November. Right. So right. I think if she decides to extend this, it could break the Barbie record. Of, Let's do it. You know what Let's I mean? Do it. You never I think know. she should. Yeah, why not? I also did see for real, by the way, uh, Taylor Swift would get 8% of the presidential vote were she to run. I'm not joking. <laughs> I totally believe this. Right. Eight percent doesn't seem like enough, right? But, but still, it could be for real. I'm okay. not even joking. That's more than Ross Perot would get. And well, kind true. of in line with that. So, you know, we know Taylor as a, a musician, obviously. But two movies, by the way, that were scheduled to open October 13th. Yeah, we're like, yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah, exactly. yeah now we're good. Peace we're out. Good. Nope. Yeah. Uh, what, what happened in that Third Eye Blind documentary? Yeah. They, they delayed the yeah, Third Eye Blind documentary? They, oh, because really? their story has yet to be written, Chris. Oh, they, yeah. uh, they need to include uh, Wheaton Rib Fest in there. And right. then they will uh, be able to start editing. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So actually, changing movie openings, breaking records, uh, the tour that we all may or may not have seen. You know, it's kind of crazy. I also saw something where her folks are actually the like head producers on the movie, and they kept it. They like they. She owns the movie. They mm-hmm. own the movie. The family does. It's not like it's Paramount Pictures or Disney or Fox Century, whatever. Like, no, they're smart. They're going to get all of it. Yeah. They yeah. own all of us. Isn't that forever. crazy? They do. <laughs> they do. Too, yeah. and, and, and they're at every show yeah. of hers. Yeah. Her mom gives the backstage tours. You know, it's it's, it's, crazy. A, it's a lot, a lot. I heard Taylor's thinking about buying the mix. She's going to call we can the only, Are you kidding me? That'd be yeah. the best thing that ever happened. That would mean like, you guys a lot, Yeah, you guys aren't playing me enough, right. and so I'm just going to buy you. <laughs> All right, and then the other thing, you know, so here we're talking about uh, millions and millions of people going to see this movie. Uh, we had under a million people watch the Video Musical Awards yeah. uh, sure, on MTV, but... which I can't believe. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. But I, you know what? I do kind of think it's like Crying Wolf, right? For so many years, we were like, you don't play music. Right. I don't want to see this. And then Miami. they actually have a great year, and we're like, oh, we missed it. Right. Um but this was one of the performances. So it, the whole show went on well over what it was supposed to, an it's hour and a half over. still on it's in still some on. markets. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and this was one of the premiere performances, uh, Tomorrow by Together. So K-pop band, huge. I, yeah, they were, they were Lala. here. They, yep. Lala. they met with McCabe and Jenny. There's an interview on Mix uh, YouTube at 109 Mix Chicago. And they debuted this brand new song with Anita, another big winner at the VMAs. And it was the very first performance of the song. They released it that night. So, I, you know, since... Not a ton of people got to see it. No, let's do it. <laughs> I thought we'd like let everybody enjoy it. This is uh, Tomorrow by Together with Anita. It's called Back for More, and it was on the VMAs, and now it's on Soundcheck. It's Mixmaster V and her mixology. Cocktails for you and me. Please join us. 
on Facebook at 1019 Mix Chicago. Yes, thank you for joining me. Like you said, Nikki, last week we went to Paris, and now we're getting very green because I want to go old school with a classic that many people have heard of and a lot of people are afraid to try, the grasshopper. Yes, we are going back in time. This was a very popular drink back in the day. Whip will have more history for us later with details. Um, This is made with creme de menthe, Mm -hmm. right? Is that how you say it? Creme de meth. (laughs) Yes. Different drink. Cream of meth. Different. The reason we are making this today is because this is the main ingredient and it is National Creme de Menthe Day. Oh, I wondered. I was like, yes. what is the connection? Exactly. Now we know. And I'm excited because I always assume it has to be blended, like an oh. ice cream well, drink. back in the day they did not have blenders. So I found the OG recipe, wow. which is just um, creme de menthe, creme de cocoa, um, a little bit of, uh, or a lot of bit of whipping cream. Okay. Wow. And that's pretty much it. And then we top it off with a little mint. It's supposed to go in a martini glass mm-hmm. with a little chocolate shavings on the side. Ooh. I did not go extra today, and there are no chocolate shavings. And two of the glasses are coupe because I couldn't find another martini glass. <laughs> so we're making the best out of a Friday as we yeah. can. It's been a long week, people. So we coupe. Um, I love this. I'm really excited because, you know, no one wants to make a blender drink. Exactly. And I I will tell you, so the guys at uh, the liquor store were helping me get ready and get all the materials we needed for it. The last comment they made to me were, good luck to your stomach. Oh, (laughs) Oh, great. I I don't know why, but I'm going to mix this up and uh, then say bye to you guys. Fingers crossed. My goodness. (laughs) Peacing out on a Friday. Wow. We'll see you later. Adios, amigos. Right. Whip, what you got yeah. history for Oh, us? I have so much. A grasshopper is a sweet mint-flavored after-dinner drink. The name of the drink derives from its oh. green color, which comes from the creme de menthe, a bar in the French Quarter of New Orleans. Two Jags claims the hey. drink was invented <laughs> like the both of us. by its owner, Philip Guichet, in 1918. By the way, Two Jags, still there. Hey, Bobby Boucher. Yeah, that's right. Bobby Boucher invented it with a couple of friends that he called the Two Jags. No, it's two jacks, I think, actually. But okay. it's still there. And it's uh, this drink became popular in the 50s again. Prohibition squandered the growth and familiarity of many cocktails born just before Prohibition. The original recipe calls for three ingredients to be combined in equal parts, resulting in a cocktail that looks like melted mint chocolate chip ice cream and kind of tastes like it, too. The rich green-hued dessert cocktail became a mainstay at bars during the disco era, while in contemporary times, bartenders have upended the core blueprint Creating and clarified grasshoppers, grasshopper milkshakes. Whoa, I can and smell it. Other playful riffs on the Man. riffs on the flavorful classic. There yeah, we go. We're taking it baby. back. Okay, look at this. Okay. It does look mint chocolate chippy. The yeah. smell. Yeah. Folks, we have smell vision right now at 1019 Mix Chicago on Facebook. Really get in and sniff that phone because you are going to get a big old whiff of this mint. Just punched me in the face with a yeah. loose glove. Holy cow. Now I'm going to throw some more Just mint right on top. Do you top? like your mint slapped? Yeah. I- <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Gotta slap all those flavors out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also, I'm excited. This cream has been in Violetta's purse for the last six hours. <laughs> Look at that. It's she very gave whippy. You the biggest one. For yeah. the first time, I'm not going to totally fight for this. Whoa. All right, here we go. Can you, if I wanted to make it at home, could I throw a scoop of uh, mint chocolate chip Ooh, ice cream yes, in there? Yes, you could. Get and even wild? like Nikki said, you can throw this in a blender with some ice, and then that like chocolate chip ice cream would melt in there. Wow. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Happy Cheers. day. To the OG cocktail, the grasshopper. We've talked about it, and we've never tried it. That's right. Let's go. Mm. Oh, God, that's good. It actually is really yeah. good. That There's is no delicious. Dessert. No this joke. is dessert. Oh, I want the God. FCC to God. know. Yeah. No alcohol in the studio. Mm-mm. Except for the stuff we're drinking. It is so no. delicious. Right. 
So oh supper God. clubs, a lot of supper clubs will make this drink and they actually will oh. like do this and pour it over ice cream and you so you get your booze and your dessert at the like same time. Like an affogato but with a grasshopper. Exactly. Yeah, yes. You like. And this would be how I mean this is great on its own. I'm Put just, some can ice we cream. Chug it? There's like very low ABV, so chug it. Mm-hmm. Is that what mm. it is? Your stomach will hate you with like all the it. heavy cream, but yeah. yeah. You really? She just pounded it. Mm-hmm. Eat the mint. Look oh, at yeah. her. That's so good. She slapped the mint. Oh my and ate god, it. she did. Whoa. I did slap it hard. I love that. I really love that. Somebody said, "Hey guys, perfect timing. We're halfway to St. Patrick's Day." <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I know. The nice thing about this drink is you don't have to brush your teeth afterward. Mm-mm. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. I mean, I kind of think I outdid myself. It's a simple recipe that you're going to enjoy for dessert. It's really good. And they Very say tasty. you can have it all like at all points of the day. <laughs> and after teeth. <laughs> like right now. Just lit, like this she just opened the door to it's every really time good. we walk by like Violetta is so minty. Oh, yeah. it's good. It's so good. Fresh breath. Folks, okay. that is a little thing we call V's Mixology, a Cheers. new fresh cocktail for you, the V Grasshopper. It's V Minty. Hop into it. Go check it out at 1019 Mix Chicago on Facebook. All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.